Welcome to Maximized Living with Dr. Rosie May, a teaching ministry designed to encourage you to seek a healthy lifestyle through nutrition, time, and stress management. We hope to emphasize the importance of honoring the vessel God has given us stewardship over, our bodies, the temple of the Holy Spirit. Here now is Dr. Rosie. Welcome to Maximize Living Radio. My name is Dr. Rosie Main, coming here every week to empower you to start changing your life from the inside out. And every time I come here, I want to encourage you to start taking action when it comes to your health. I am a chiropractor here in town in Meridian. My office is called Main Health Solutions. And I come here every time with hopes to give you strategies to improve your health in all areas when it comes to nutrition, detoxing, exercise, stress, it all matters. And as a chiropractor, we know that uh, the most important thing is to look at cause when it comes to health issues. And today's topic, I want to talk about dyspepsia or uh, just indigestion. And so many times people have this as an issue and I see a lot of times people taking, you know, things or medications uh, to help with their indigestion. But the reality, we want to get to the root cause. And in general, you know, this is difficult for people. Whenever you have problems with digestion, I know that many times people have heard my story. I was diagnosed with Crohn's when I was in my 20s. And I still recall the times that I'd go out to eat and immediately needed to uh, go to the bathroom because of my uh, Crohn's problems, and so any kind of you have anytime you have gut issues, it really is bothersome, painful, and sometimes embarrassing. And so uh, anything from abdominal pain, bloating, nauseousness, um, heartburn, uncomfortable fullness when eating, gas—all uh, this is. Um, can become a, a very difficult situation to function and that's why I come here so we can hopefully give you some solutions and that's where you know our um, society typically typically is used to go into a doctor and they get some kind of a drug um, instead of looking at uh, what's causing it so fortunately there are natural strategies that may improve your symptoms of dyspepsia uh, or indigestion changing uh, you know your diet would be uh, the number one thing or the solution, but sometimes even since supplementation and other lifestyle strategies is important uh, to um, uh, undertake so that we can actually help uh, people. People need to also know that it does take action. And uh, many, there's many causes with uh, dyspepsia. And I think, uh, you know, one of those things that uh, we see a lot of times is um, issues, uh, that have to do with, you know, either gallstones or, um, issues with lactose intolerance or stomach cancers, you know, anxiety and depression. So we have some digestive conditions and then, uh, functional dyspepsia is indigestion unrelated to a stomach ulcer. It's common and it can last for long periods of time. And, um, you know, it can be related to inflammation in the small intestine, uh, because of uh, either you know uh, sensitivity to stomach acid uh, or even bacteria such as H. pylori infection or salmonella. And so what is dyspepsia? It's a persistent or recurring pain or sometimes a discomfort in the upper abdomen. 
and it's uh, usually a sign of an underlying health issue. And some of the times, some people get bloating and uh, belching and gas, um, an acidic taste to their mouth, uh, sometimes uh, growling stomach. And so um, it is so common nowadays to see people suffer with this. Right now, uh, you know, the fact is it's very costly. A study in 2009 estimated that a total direct and indirect cost of dyspepsia is 18.4 billion. And this includes um, in uh, costs in medical treatments, over-the-counter medications, uh, alternative therapies, and even absence of work. So we want to talk about uh, the categories and the causes of some of the common ones that we see. And one is uh, peptic ulcers or stomach ulcers. A, a, a stomach ulcer is a soreness or a lining um, interference where you actually will feel a burning pain in your stomach. And ulcers, the most common cause is H. pylori infections. And so when we talk about H. pylori, it's an infection that occurs uh, when this bacteria infects your stomach. And over half of the world's population right now is infected with H. pylori, but most people never have any signs or symptoms. But when symptoms of this H. pylori do occur, they, they're going to um, feel... Uh, things like uh, burning in their abdomen, uh, nauseousness, bloating. Um, and so uh, another uh, issue with indigestion is gastrointestinal reflux disease. And the, with this case, you know, it, it, the contents of the stomach back up into your esophagus. And what people typically feel is a burning sensation up their throat, uh, an acidic taste. And so uh, that's very common as well. Then we also have people who have hiatal hernias, um, which occur when a portion of your stomach pushes through the hiatus, which is an opening in the diaphragm that connects to the stomach. And many people with hiatal hernias do not experience symptoms. However, uh, those who do are usually uh, caused by bile or stomach acid and are similar to those also associated with GERD. Um, and so another type is, um, of issues is SIBO, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. And, and this is uh, new to many people. Not many people have heard of SIBO, but there are trillions uh, of bacteria in our intestinal tracts but most of them should belong in the large intestine. When SIBO occurs, there's an overgrowth of bacteria in the small intestine, and these bacteria in the small intestine will cause carbohydrates to ferment, which then produces a lot of methane gases. So people uh, with uh, SIBO typically will have severe uh, gas, uh, bloating, belching, um, and uh, can even lead to a leaky gut, uh, which is intestinal permeability that will create then um, an autoimmune condition because of the undigested foods that seep into the bloodstream. And your immune system then considers it as foreign, creating autoimmune conditions, food sensitivities, nutrient deficiencies, inflammation, and other health issues. And, um, and then lastly here, we have other things such as gastroparesis, which is another stomach issue where you have um, problems with um, uh, the emptying of uh, the stomach, 
Um, anxiety typically causes this stuff, um, and depression. It's amazing how the brain and gut connection is so tied together. Uh, anything that happens in your gut, you will typically see people with anxiety issues, um, occur, uh, emotional and cognitive function, uh, issues as well. And so, and, uh, certain medications also affect the digestive, uh, system and so things such as steroid medications, antibiotics, uh, thyroid medications, aspirin that literally destroy uh, the gut. And, um, you know, these are things that uh, we see in our office that many times people want answers for, but don't know what to do. And so when we see a person in our office, we look at the whole picture. As a chiropractor, we know that cause is the most important thing that most of the time people just sedate there's symptoms with either a drug, um, or unfortunately a surgery, they just take things out. And that was going to be me with my Crohn's. They wanted to take half of my colon out. And that's how actually I got into chiropractic. I, um, you know, went back home after they had found this an undergrad. I was in San Antonio, went to a hospital there and they wanted to remove half of my colon. My dad picks me up goes back uh, to South Texas where we're from. And my cousin came to visit me uh, before I was going to go down to Mexico. To, my dad was going to take me to find some answers. And she actually told me to go see her chiropractor that she worked for. And of course, I was astonished. I was like, why would I go see a chiropractor for my gut issues when in essence, I don't have a back problem. Well, lo and behold, I had lost like 30 pounds. I was a bodybuilder. I was lifting a lot of weight. But when he talks to me about the fact that the nervous system has everything to do with the nervous system, the intestines have to do everything with the nervous system. So for instance, for every organ of your body to function, like for instance, your heart has a signal from the brain to tell it to beat. Your thyroid has a signal from your brain to tell it to do what it has to do with your uh, metabolism and your intestines, your lungs, everything's governed by the nervous system and had no idea that spinal issues will affect the way the gut functions. So he takes an extra of my spine and definitely have irritation to those nerves that go to my um, intestines and not to mention, of course, the poor diet from bodybuilding. And so long story short, I ended up, um, leaving, um, medical school and going in, uh, for chiropractic school. And that's why I do what I do because of the fact that somebody spoke up, told me some truth and started to change the way I was living my life. And so this is what we do in our office too. We help people in our office, try to look for answers for their health and look at solutions by removing the interference first of the nervous system with chiropractic. And then also of course, removing all the interferences when it comes to the nutrition that we put into our body, anything that is, um, you know, toxic, uh, all this kind of stuff, the lifestyle principles we teach today is the same stuff that I was told years ago, uh, when I was sick and got better. And so this is why we always invite you. If you've never had your nervous system checked, if you've never been checked by a 
um, you know, a, a chiropractor that looks for cause. We look at the whole picture when it comes uh, to that, the physical, the chemical, and the nutritional, the emotional, it all matters. So um, I'm going to invite you right now. If uh, this is something that's going on with digestive issues and you want some answers, you want to see what we can do to help you, we want to invite you to our office. And typically we do uh, the first initial examination is a value of $180. And we do that first consult. And uh, the exam that uh, is indicated, uh, whether it be x-rays to see what's going on with your gut, um, and the nervous system, uh, we, uh, do that for only $40 for the next, uh, 10 callers. So pick up the phone and call me. If you want to set up this appointment, you can call me at 208-859-6170. That's 208-859-6170. And, uh, I'm moving into some strategies, uh, to help people with this Pepsi. And I know that sometimes, you know, the, the fact is, is that, we need to find solutions and to allow us to help heal naturally. And so this is what we always focus on empowering our patients to do the best they can. So they're not just dependent on something like Prilosec or some kind of over the counter or even prescribed medication if need be, you know, you do have to take action. You know, there's a time and place for medications, but if people can start doing things uh, to their lifestyle to help decrease the issues that trigger these kind of problems. So there's foods that trigger these sensitivities. And a lot of these foods uh, are in our normal diet nowadays that most people um, are eating with the, the type of grains that we're having, the gluten that is um, a big issue with most digestive issues, uh, dairy, fatty foods, um, you know, excess caffeine or alcohol, and carbonated beverages. And so these food sensitivities may also cause difficulties with digestion. And when you have these sensitivities, your immune system reacts to certain foods as a threat, which amplifies the immune system. And this creates an immune mediated response. And this inflames the gut lining and it leads to intestinal permeability, which literally is, is what we call irritable bowel syndrome and other digestive uh, problems uh, of that kind. And so people with food sensitivities may experience a variety of, of uncomfortable digestive symptoms, such as diarrhea, constipation, bloating, gastritis, uh, those kind of things. And right now about 45 to 75% of individuals have these food sensitivities. So it's so important to identify any food sensitivity that may, may uh, be the cause. And, uh, these things can be what we call the elimination diet, where we just remove one thing and you delay this food for at least 72 hours to see which one may be causing you this problem. It may be wheat. It may be, uh, you do this for about, you get rid of wheat for about a week, uh, or milk or dairy or corn or eggs, which are typically the top, um, uh, as foods, uh, allergies that we see people have. Um, you know, uh, there's also lab work that we have our patients uh, sometimes have to do to actually find what are those foods that uh, you're allergic to. And when the, the other thing is changing eating habits. You know, one of the most effective strategies for relieving dyspepsia symptoms is to modify your diet and your eating habits. And the most important foods to avoid are, again, sugar, processed foods, 
you know, uh, processed vegetable oils, meat and dairy uh, that are raised conventionally. Uh, so these, these foods contain chemicals, trans fats, and, and, and other toxic ingredients, which are so inflammatory and it creates acidity in the tissues and damage the gut. So foods to include are whole unprocessed foods, uh, clean proteins such as grass fed meat or, um, you know, wild fish or free range chicken, organic vegetables and, and lots of healthy fats. So start changing what you do. I know that many, uh, non-starchy cooked vegetables are easier to digest than raw vegetables. Um, even though raw vegetables are beautiful, sometimes they're hard to process and, uh, be sure to add, you know, fat in your meals, um, such as coconut, uh, oil, olives, avocados, um, grass fed butter or ghee. And so how you eat is also important. You know, you want to eat smaller meals, meals, which will not overwhelm your digestive system. And you also want to chew your food properly, um, and eat in a relaxing environment. Too many of us are stressed out when we eat or we're eating in a rush. And this also affects, uh, the way your body handles the food. So another thing is supporting your digestive system, uh, with, uh, specific, um, uh, either supplements, uh, you know, dyspepsia is also often related to difficulty processing food in the digestive tract. And many people with dyspepsia have low stomach acid. And so we need to add more enzymes to help the body then break down this. And so we have digestive enzyme supplements in our office that, um, uh, help our, our patients with this sometimes, um, uh, oregano oil, like an essential oil that helps break down. And again, um, just assist the body to digest the food. And a, a common misconception is that indigestion is caused by excess stomach acid. And on the contrary, I want to make this clear. Many people have low stomach acid actually, and you can improve stomach acid levels by consuming liquid nutrition during the day with at least half of your meals in an easily digestible form. So such as squeezing fresh lemon juice or adding apple cider vinegar on meat and vegetables can help metabolize the food better. So be sure again to hydrate outside the meals because drinking water with or right after a meal will actually dilute your digestive juices. So those are another uh, couple of strategies to do. And, um, you know, also include eating your protein first, uh, which, which because meat is hard to digest and chewing each bite many times, like we've talked about. So that would be something that's very useful to start implementing. And then if you do have leaky gut, um, or issues, um, of that kind, it's very important to heal and repair your gut. You know, leaky gut syndrome, intestinal hypermobility uh, is, is this, uh, where, where the cells of the gut lining, uh, have tight junctions in the gut lining, but when these tight junctions become too large, it, be, it creates a porous, uh, or permeable gut. And so undigested food particles and toxins can pass through these holes in the intestinal wall and into the bloodstream. So this causes the immune system to overreact and results in a chronic inflammation. So reducing stress on the gut with liquid nutrition and fasting along with nutrients. So we have people 
fast, either on a water fast or also intermittent fasting is a great way to reduce stress on the gut. Or even doing a bone broth fast, which is very um, important. So um, using liquid nutrition is just great uh, for stimulating the digestive processes. And it also helps um, just uh, increase absorption of your foods. And so uh, one of the things that we also implement is a collagen powder that we have in our office that also helps the gut mucosa to strengthen and a healthy microbiome because of the probiotics that are added in these uh, powders. And so lastly is also identifying and addressing gut infections. I know that sometimes people aren't aware of, um, you know, either yeast or parasites that are in your gut that also affect the way, um, the digestive, uh, system works. And so making sure that, uh, you also get tested for that, uh, strengthen your gut mucosa is another th- big thing that we, uh, propose for people by, uh, using specific herbs, Uh, We know that a lot of these um, herbs that promote digestion are called um, carminative uh, herbs, which um, include uh, like roots such as uh, ginger, um, cinnamon, uh, anise, which is another one that is very powerful, garlic, uh, turmeric, dandelion root, cilantro, all these herbs that have phytonutrients that support the digestive health. And so that's, uh, crucial. And of course, controlling your anxiety and your stress. Most, most people don't realize how bad, um, having issues with anxiety and stress actually create issues with the gut. And this is a connection. Your brain gut connection is so huge. And so, you know, you do want to have adaptogens that sometimes are needed to help control your stress, such as astaguanda and rhodiola, cordyceps, those things that help decrease um, or assist the body to deal with the stresses of life. So, uh, you know, in our office, we do so much testing to help people figure out what's going on. And we do GI mapping or stool analysis where it's an actual comprehensive blood test. And uh, that is something that we do want to figure out if things are not getting better by the things I mentioned, we want to see what is going on with that. And so we do uh, that as we start going further, digging deep and actually start looking under the hood to determine what are the other things that may be causing your issues. So then we can then get to the root causes. But um, just initially, if you want to see what we can do to maybe help you when it comes to your health overall, as a chiropractor here in town, my office again is called Main Health Solutions. And you can visit me at drmain.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-M-A-I-N, drmain.com. And uh, we can also make an appointment if you feel you want to see what we can do to help you. We do a consultation an initial uh, exam and also x-rays that are indicated to see what we can do to help you. We start by analyzing the nervous system. Of course, um, as a chiropractor, we know that the nervous system is crucial when it comes to every organ function uh, in your in your body. And then we also assess, you know, anything that has to do with your nutrition or toxicity. So all this is typically uh, examination worth $180 to $200, but we're doing this for only $40 for the next 10 callers. So you can give me a call 
Again, Dr. Rosie Main. My number is 208-859-6170, 208-859-6170. And if you enjoy uh, the information we put out, uh, please um, go to our Facebook page at Main Health Solutions, like our page, continue to follow uh, also our YouTube channel, which is Main Health Solutions, and you can subscribe to that where we also, um, you know, do a lot of videos to help empower people with information on health. And uh, lastly, you know, you can always give us a call and see what we can do to help you. Again, my number is 208-859-6170. We thank you for joining us and we will talk next week. God bless. Be sure to join us again next time for another edition of Maximized Living with Dr. Rosie.